Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here via satellite in the remote studio. Welcome back. That's right. I'm here. Vince is over there. That's the beautiful thing about technology. The show doesn't have to stop just because we're in different places, man. Right, right. And actually, it's a good thing because I don't know how it is right now, but the uh, last couple of days we have the state fair going on. Oh, man. And by uh, your house, the exits were just insane. Right. I can imagine, especially up here by my place. Yeah. So I'd be stuck in traffic and who knows what could sneak up on me, a Bigfoot, a skinwalker, an auntie, something. <laughs> Probably an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a homeless one. That's right. <laughs> All right, so do you want to lead us off? Yeah, yeah. All well, right. um, we we talked to Tater in our last podcast, and uh, he had mentioned the documentary, and I watched it. I, I kind of uh, skimmed over it because I was doing something else. I just had it going in the background, but it's about the Ragaru. I think that Rangaroo or something, Ragaroo. Right. I'm, I'm not sure how they pronounce it, but close enough. Uh, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure those out there know kind of what we mean. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was talking to my brother-in-law and my sister today, and they, they seen it too, and we talked a little bit about it. But uh, what I got out of that documentary is it's, it's another version of a skinwalker. Uh, it, it sounded like it was uh, – another tribe's version because we know the skinwalker is a navajo thing right and uh this thing was another tribe basically uh same thing doing the dark arts and stuff and it sounded like <clears throat> it it was like a curse put on these people right and uh they couldn't get rid of it unless they gave the curse to somebody else right you know like passed it on or else somebody shot them or something yeah. But uh, in the story they were talking about, one of the main stories, they had, you know, uh, the typical witnesses, you know, I've seen it here, I've seen it there. And, you know, they pretty much had the same description of it. Um, it's kind of seemed like the dog man, too. I think he had a dog head or something. But it was just one of those freaky things. But in the main story, this guy, uh, he found out his uncle was one and he went out to his cabin and. I guess he shot him, but his uncle told him, you know, thank you for releasing me. Right. Uh, but so he, did he die? You know what? I don't remember that part. I just uh, scanned over. I think he did, but uh, he released him from the curse. And then I think uh, it took like 20 years before he finally went to his uncle's cabin in the woods. Right. And when he went in there, he had one chair. That's all he had in the whole house. And uh, there was like a trail from the back door into the woods. So I guess he spent most of his time as that creature out in the forest. Oh, damn. 
So uh, yeah, I, it, go ahead. I don't know. I I just thought it was pretty crazy, but uh, it, it was it, it was a lot like the Navajo Skinwalker, except the Navajo Skinwalker. From what I could tell, they could change back and forth when they want to. This one was uh, more of a kind of stuck in that state for a while. Right. So let me ask you this. I haven't seen this, but I'm I'm gonna watch it. So 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 that myself and our fans know where to find this. What is it on Tubi? Is it? Where's yeah, it? I, I watched I watched it on Tubi, and it was called. Uh, I guess it's part of the Skinwalker series. Oh, okay. It was it was called Skinwalker: The Howl of the Rangaroo. The Howl of the Rangaroo. Okay, I'm going to have to deep dive into this. But let let me ask you a question on this. Since you've seen this and you know the Skinwalker uh, history and the tradition, so typically to become a Skinwalker, you have to kill someone like a close family member, a blood member. And that's right. part of the transition to becoming a Skinwalker in the Navajo culture. Mm, how about How about with this one? Well, with this one, it sounded like uh, they they did uh, the black arts, you know, in the beginning when they uh, found it necessary to, to create one. Right. But after that, you were stuck in the curse, and and the only way you could get out of it is to pass it on, even if uh, the person didn't want that. Right. So uh, they didn't have to necessarily kill their loved ones or, you know, do the stuff that the Navajo skinwalkers did. It would just pass it on to them. Right. Well, I think what it sounds like they both have in common, though, it's they practice the dark arts. Right, and shape-shifting into animals. Right. Do you remember now, we, we had a guest on, oh, this is maybe a year, maybe a year ago, the the gentleman from uh, Windrock who told us his mother's story about the skinwalker? Yes, I remember, yeah. yeah that, that was an interesting story, and uh, that was pretty interesting how it all happened you know yeah um, yep okay i didn't mean to interrupt where were you going now no i forgot where i was going. <laughs> <laughs> see that comes with age <laughs> yeah yeah but oh, what i was gonna say was with this rangaroo it, it seems like they they stay the same creature because all the sightings have been you know the same it looked like this dog's head whatever eight right. feet tall as far as a skinwalker, a skinwalker could turn into just about anything. You know, a coyote, a wolf. Right. It could turn into a deer and escape. Uh -huh. So I don't know. I, I think the maybe the Navajo skinwalker has an advantage because, I mean, if they turn into a deer, no one would suspect. Right. Yeah, no one's going to think a deer's going to stalk you. or it's A deer's not a predator or animal, so... Uh, right, right. Yeah. And, um, of course, you hear them turning into, like, uh, ravens or crows. or uh, Right, just, right. It's interesting. Um, right. That being said, where was I going now? I lost my train, I thought. <laughs> well, let me throw this in. <laughs> go oh, ahead. You got it? Or? No, go no, ahead. Uh, I, I was uh, going to mention, uh, do you remember my uh, friend from Laguna that called in? Right. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if he told the story, but uh, it seems like I know with Navajos and Lagunas that the owls are something. Owls are like witches. Right. And uh, 
he he told me a story about a a woman with the there was an owl stalking her and talking and telling her that one of her boys had to die and yeah and it, it was weird because the boy the boy heard his mom yelling in her room and he went and uh she was yelling out the window so he's like what the heck what are you doing and there was an owl out there on the clothesline and uh the owl was talking to her in their native tongue oh that's crazy yeah, and, and I, I think I told that story because you uh, referenced that, uh, I think it's a Mel Gibson movie. Oh, oh yes. The, uh, it, it's called Apocalypto. Apocalypto, or, Apocalypto. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the story, uh, maybe I should record that story and we could play it on the air. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we'd get in trouble, copyrights or whatnot. Anyway, we could take a chance on that. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to take from us? Our, our pain, our pain and suffering. Right, that's about all they could take from us. But the, the, the way he tells it about the animals, and you know, it's kind of like a creation story, and it, it just caught my attention and it blew my mind. But you know, on that, you mentioned that the owl talked to the mother in her native language uh i was watching now this is gonna I'm, I'm not meaning to get us off track but i was watching something on gaia about you know uh aliens and there was uh one american and one german and i guess they were both uh privy to the governments that are working with the aliens and you know they verified that uh yeah, you know, the governments do work with them. They're, they said 90% of the aliens that they've encountered are, uh, you know, their intentions are good. They're benevolent. and But the 10% that are malevolent, that have bad intentions like abductions and all that. Uh, the one guy tend to say that it was mostly the reptilians that do that type of activity. And he yeah. was talking about it. Uh, so there's like a spear. He said some of the technology is just so high and advanced that it, it's it's crazy. But if you look at this spear, and it's like a spear of knowledge that no matter where you are or who you are, it it speaks to you. It gives you the knowledge and information in your native tongue. So it said these aliens have tapped into all our languages, not just English, all of them. And uh, wow. It was pretty interesting, so that that one was a it, it caught my attention because they you know they kind of said yeah you know there's 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 programs to just you know debunk it and you know and to make it look like it's fake and they have actual government people that infiltrate these UFO uh, groups that are trying you know to bring disclosure about. And they said, you know, they genuinely trying to sabotage it because they just don't want, they don't want it out yet. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, and I, I wish we would know more, um, but I, I think they're they're right in one point for not disclosing it because, you know, one on one people are pretty smart and rational, but uh, right. as a crowd, people tend to panic and go nuts. Right. No, it, and and we've talked about that, and that's how people are. Uh, you get a you get. Out of 100 people, you get one strong-minded person that could speak well, and the other 99 will follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, but uh, if we do have alien technology, though, I, I would like to see it. I mean, 
Right. No, I, well, you know, the, the, they say we do see it, you know, because like they say, we've talked about this, is that theirs or ours? Uh, yeah. Well, not, not only that, if we have alien technology, why are we falling behind in the arms race? That's right. Well, like we talked about, you know, we're not, we don't seem too worried about what the other countries have, but maybe we have the secret you know, alien technology wrapped away, and we're like, yeah, we'll play the game till we got to break this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I hope that's true, because if we have to, if it comes down to it one day, I hope they have something to protect us. <laughs> right. If not, oh, well, we'll, we'll be like uh, the opening of the first Terminator. Remember when they showed the playground and then the nuclear war and everyone just became ashes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a terrible way well, to go. I was thinking more like Independence Day when they're calling those pilots, you know, because they're short on people. And right. uh, that Randy Quaid was all drunk. I can fly a plane. <laughs> That's us. I was in the Navy. <laughs> right. We're like, hell, I could do it. Um, yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. You have you hear any new uh, Sasquatch sightings or anything lately? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I was watching uh, last night when I was in bed. I was watching Josh Gates, uh, you know, searching for the Yeti. Right. And uh, that, that's interesting to me, but it's it's a different ball game. They don't come up with a lot of solid proof. Right. Right. Actually, they don't come up with a lot of proof. It's mostly stories or some kind of ancient artifact in a monastery. Right. And I've I've seen the ancient artifact that. All the documentaries on that reference, the one that the monks have with the red hair and it's a hand yeah. and a piece of the skull. I've, yeah. I've seen that. So, but, you know, that that high of an altitude, we just, we can't sustain it for very long. So I could see why it'd be, you know, problematic to try and go up there and hunt a Yeti unless you're going to take tons and tons of uh, oxygen with you. Unless you're a Sherpa. Right. Yeah, they could. Well, they've adapted to that environment. Right. But a lot of the stories were down in uh, in lower elevations below the timber line. So right. maybe they come down and they're able to go up there and that's how they stay in hiding up there. Right. They come down and grab a deer and take it up there, you know, carry out. Right. DoorDash. Yep. Well, so they sounds like they're a lot like the squatches because we know that the squatches come down from higher territory and then back up. Like they said, there's the lower dwelling squatches and then the much bigger ones that are up in the higher mountains. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I've been I've been scouring. It seems like it, it's been dormant for a while now on some squatch sightings. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I haven't really had the time to uh, do any investigation, but uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen nothing new pop up on my radar either. Right. No. Um, I did see a picture, but I, I was like, I, I think this one was already circulating. And it it was a pretty good, clear picture. But I just, you know, you're like, uh, and once again, when you see a squatch, your camera always gets just a bit blurry. <laughs> right, right. And I, I watch uh, Paranormal Caught on Tape, and sometimes they have squatch sightings, and 99% of them, I'm like, really, it's either a hoax 
or it's uh, you know something else like a picture and they, they the shadows cast just right where it looks like it could be something but right i don't know your, your common sense and your gut tells you no i don't think so right now and that's how it is it's like 90 percent of them out there are hoaxes like they say and uh, the 10 percent that are people don't believe it because why Everyone's trying All to hoax it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to hoax it to get that 15 minutes of fame. But, you know, the, the, the witnesses that are afraid to come forward or don't want the fame or want to be, remain anonymous, I think those are the real deal. They have actually right. seen something, and they want to share it with someone, but they don't want to be ridiculed because of the hoaxers, you know. Right. And like you said, uh, out of the 100 percent, the 10 percent that are real, I would say 90 percent of them don't want to come forward and don't. Right. You know, uh, some of them will, but it's years later, years later. Right. And well, you know, I've heard a lot of stories, uh, uh, Sasquatch, alien, whatever. You know, I've heard a lot of those stories from people that are close to death because they're like, I have nothing to lose now. So I'm going to tell you right. what I saw. Yeah. Right. Or else like uh, people up in age and they've already retired from government agencies and they're right. like, well, I could spill the beans now. They can't stop me. True. True. All right. Now, um, still waiting for my encounter. Uh, I thought I saw a squatch yesterday, but now I kind of look like, like, a, you know, like Manny. <laughs> oh, okay. You look like one of those guys. Yes, I was like, I had to take a double take because this this guy was about fifty pounds heavier, and oh. but oh my God, it looked just like him. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I said, oh, I I did the Paul Friedman. I said, oh, oh, there he goes. <laughs> I can hear the brush pop. Right. <laughs> so, oh man, that's too much. You know, um, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're definitely going down south for the way we talk about people. <laughs> but it's all fun. Yeah, it's just all jokes, fun, man. Just jokes. Hey, hey, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you got a serious problem. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm. Uh, I'm going to dive into some of these uh, episodes on Gaia about aliens because uh, I think you know. That's going to be a hot topic coming in pretty soon. Uh, I did. Right. I did see this. Uh, we talked about Project Blue Book and how you know. If do you remember what Project Blue Book is? Where they're going, yes, yes. So, and uh, there was a clip going around on on Facebook, and it, it's it, the little caption was, uh, you know, people all in panic, and they said this is what happened when they saw God. So if you're looking then out in the ocean and there's there's like a sunset and then you just see this like apparition just like come out of the water and then zoom up into the sky. Uh, I was like, uh, it, I'm like CGI. And that when I saw that, I was like, oh, that reminds me of Project Bluebeam. And, uh, you know, because yeah. supposedly they're going to lead everyone astray with uh, the holograms. But when I saw right, yeah, those better be some damn good holograms, though. Well, you know, they're they're perfecting holograms right now. You know, look at all the uh, the concerts that they're doing with holograms. 
Yeah, yeah, they don't let these poor uh, musicians die in peace. No, they don't. They got to make money off them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. No, but I, I think, uh, you know, the government has money and technology. If they wanted to pull some kind of shenanigan like that, I, wouldn't, I would not put it past them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either, but I don't know. You never know because I'm still 50-50 if uh, they got something up their sleeve or not. Right. I mean, uh, if they do, uh, some people in the government surely don't know, surely don't have the intellect to know. They, what I'm saying is they don't have the need to know. Right. No, no, I, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. And that's why I think these uh, secret government agencies – uh, like Congress and stuff, they might have an inkling that they exist, but they really don't know about them right. because they wouldn't. That, that'd be a big security risk, you know, how they are with the, they give it up with these spies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I seen, I seen a little video and it was a TikTok video, but I'm going to try and find this cartoon. It was Scooby-Doo, uh, and they were talking about the Anunnaki. <laughs> Believe it or not, oh, yeah, wow. it, the Anunnaki made Scooby Doo, and they talked about how the different Anunnakis had come down, and and the the one evil Anunnaki is locked away in a crystal like sarcophagus, and, and and the bottom bottom line is they're telling Scooby Doo, you can't you can't let him out. This can't happen. <laughs> You got to protect the world. I was like, "Holy shit, this is on Scooby Doo!" So you got ki- <laughs> you got kids watching Scooby Doo, and they're subconsciously getting inoculated about the Anunnaki. <laughs> wow, maybe they're preparing them for something. That's what I kind of thought. I'm like, "Wow, uh, something in your lifetime," because uh, they're talking about the Anunnaki, and you know, cartoons. You you just pay attention and. It just goes in, but it does stick into your mind. But I, right. I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I think they're, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that, but it was just weird. I was like, holy crap, this is on Scooby-Doo. Yeah, these kids are going to grow up and 10, 15 years down the line, they're going to hear something about Anunnaki and, oh, yeah, I know about them. Right. I don't know how, but I know about them. Exactly. They're going to say, where have I heard that before? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, well, it was on Scooby-Doo. Some may remember, some may not. But, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Just just like the Simpsons all those years, they were predicting the future, and they were right. Uh, right. I'm like, they said the Simpsons did it again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's crazy. That makes you wonder, is that truly coincidence or is there something on the back end really going on? Yep, somebody get, letting them leak a little information. Right. So you, 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 so you really say what's really going on. So. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It is crazy. But no, I've been I've been diving in looking for some uh, you know good hot topics on Gaia and there's there's a, there's a few you know uh, I've been seeing some uh, of course all the little videos going around I've been seeing a couple on like hauntings and you know 
there one person said why why do they always go to these different countries and these different asylums or different hospitals or old jails and prisons looking for ghosts they said but when they speak to them it's in english and they're like shouldn't they be speaking to them in german <laughs> i was like right i was like hmm that's a good point but i'm like you know it it could be like uh, like that alien technology, no matter who you are. If your mother tongue is English, you're going to hear it in English. Or if it's right. German, you're going to hear it in German. Uh, right. Now, I, ha- I, have, yeah. I have seen some of those uh, ghost, uh, where they go ghost hunting, those shows. And once in a great while, you'll get one of the ghosts that supposedly... Uh, says words in there in a different language right right but that's not that's not too often that's pretty rare yeah no it it is but you know it does happen um that goes uh back to well i i've heard of stories of and now i'm I'm taking another left turn here i've heard stories of like uh religious people that speak in tongues right and uh and uh so, you know, they think they're praising God and speaking in tongues. And, and then someone that speaks that native language said, do you know what you're saying? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm speaking in tongues, praising God. They're like, no, actually, you're doing the opposite. And they're saying that some of these people, you know, are, are influenced by demonic spirits. And they're not possessed like we would think, like on The Exorcist, which Linda Blair was, you know. But they're like right. they, they infiltrate them, and uh, and they just they think they're praising God, but it's the opposite. I was like, wow, that that, yeah. that was yep. totally crazy. But all kinds to make this world go round, man. You know. Yep. There's some... Yep. And yeah, it was funny because uh, while we're on the ghost subject, uh, we were coming home at an appointment and. Uh, me and one of my kids were passing the park hotel. Right. And uh, they they asked me if it was really haunted. I said, I heard it was, but I've, I've never even been in there. And uh, they go, well, we don't have to go in there because our house in Gallup was the real deal. <laughs> All right. They're like, no. Yeah. They're like, no, we don't got to go in there. But I, I heard it is too. I mean, I've never had any encounters, but I went there and I drank a few times you know, for uh, some social events, and uh, it is pretty damn creepy. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get in, and you get that that like that vibe, like, hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm alone here. Yeah, but after living in that house in Gallup for 15 years, there'd have to be something pretty damn impressive to right. you know turn my my head over there. Right. No. No. Yeah, no, and, and uh, you know, we've told our listeners about the story and how it's haunted and wh- what you've experienced and what I've experienced. And uh, like I said, m- my encounters, that they weren't like every night, but when they did happen, they were genuinely real. You you know, you're like, who's walking up and down those steps, Who you know, just. Yep, yep. Uh, but it's, it happens, it's out there. So, you know, if anyone out there... Uh, has a ghost story or a sighting or a Sasquatch sighting, share it with us, man. Yep, and we, we've gotten off the ghost topic a little bit. We like the ghost to- topic, but we're just uh, 
squatchers all the way to the core. Right, right. No, we we're all into the big man, you know. We uh I want to find out what's going on with the big man because it seems like uh the sightings have just like calmed down a little bit. I'm like are are they shifting territory? <laughs> or we or I don't know, might have something to do with all the fires and all the crap that's going on. Yeah, I think but uh yeah. Yeah, and and another thing is we haven't been able to do our research because of you know a turn of events. So right. we haven't made it up. We've only went once this whole summer. I know that that's that's a terrible record for a summer. But yeah, but you know I think the, the the weather may have a lot to do with it because all over, you know, sightings are all over, and and some places are just getting some really crazy weather. You know, fires. We talked yeah. about the fires and massive flooding. And, yep. and, you know, what do they do when it's flooding, you know? Uh, do they, I, I would assume they had to higher ground, you know? Right. But I think they're intelligent enough to do that. I, I would think so. And I would think that they could probably, because they're more in tune with nature, they could probably read the weather better than us. And, you know, before that rain or whatever builds up too much, they're like, oh, we got to head up because uh, yep. this is going to be a long one. Yep, I agree. Yeah, but but you know, what can you do? You know, except continue to squatch around. Yep, just continue on our path. That's right. All right. Well, you know, we uh, we're gonna end it there for today, and we hope our listeners enjoyed what we brought to them, and we will be back soon. Yep, and we're planning another. Uh, Tater episode. He's a pretty good guest. It flows pretty good with him. Right. I don't know if he's knowledgeable or just full of BS, but it flows good. <laughs> yeah, it flows good. And there's some questions that I want to ask Tater about uh, the Radiant Springs area when we bring him back on to finish up our yeah, our yeah. little series. Yeah, I've been thinking about that area a lot, and uh, yeah, I got some it, questions for him. That's definitely on the list to visit, though, for both of us. And, and you know, I, as many times as I have been to El Paso, I see the sign. It would have never crossed my mind that there was activity out there. Never. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, we've had numerous people tell us there is, so. Right. It just goes to show you it's everywhere. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed what we brought to you tonight. And uh, stay cool, man. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.